welcome to another episode of the Wavy New Yorker podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Taylor. Today we have Erica on the mic. Hello. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Gotta get another episode in. Y'all know what it is. Um, hope you have had a good February. You know, February is the shortest month, but it's it's a good month. It's Black History Month, but um. I actually said Black History Month is postponed until March this year. Black History Month is all year. You agree? Year. It's all year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but I like to have year. a month where I feel like all our accomplishments are exemplified. And um, I'm going to move it to March, but that was before. Honestly, I predetermined that I said it was going to be in March because I said, yo, February is trash. It's the shortest month. It's 28 days. So I was like, nah, let's push it to fucking push it to March. And that's what we're going to do. I ain't, you know? Yeah, it's gonna be good. I cut my hair off in February. I feel like that's an unblack thing to do. I had to cut it all off, unfortunately. But um, it's gonna grow back. You know what's crazy though about cutting your hair off is just like people that never seen you with hair without hair before make a bigger deal of it than what it is. They're like, oh my gosh. They're like, oh, you look so different. Like I was at work and it wasn't that bad, but it like just lingered. Like I feel like by Wednesday, Thursday, like. You kind of should be over it by now. Like, yeah, he, uh, he doesn't have hair. Like, it was just some people like, damn, son. Like, why'd you cut it off? I kept telling everybody the same excuse. Like, yeah, trying to get rid of these gray hairs I kept poking out. I feel like that happens a lot. But it wasn't know, good enough for people. You don't know how many people I know in, like, high school who cut their hair off while in high school. Yeah, I mean, I cut my hair off for the first time, like, after high school graduation. So it was on some, like, I was at... I was at, like, a graduation party. I pull up, niggas is like, oh, you ain't got no hair. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of don't. But That's I mean, how it be. It's how it would be. But if I was going, you look so good. And I was like, damn. I mean, I wasn't looking good before. Like, you know what I mean? But I think um, you you got to restart it. It's different, though, when you have a little bit of hair. It's like, I, I when you're cutting braids off, it's not, I think it's a bigger deal. But when you had, like, an ethnic hairstyle, like, all I had was, like, a little Afro fade type shit going on. But, you know. At some point, you kind of want to just reset it because you ain't getting the same even amount of hair growing all over. So, I had to hit the reset button. That's what I did. But now, nah, one of my coworkers that has tried to buy. I mean, I ain't, he he ain't mean offense by it, but I was like, nah. He was like, yo, you look like Andre three thousand with no hair. I was like, nah. Like, I don't is see he it. white? Nah, he's black actually. Oh, he just a clown. That's yeah, funny as fuck. Yeah, I was like three. I was like three. Seconds. He's I like, so nah. silly. I I I, I paused for a minute. I was like. Hundred three thousand. He mad funny for I that. Like, I don't know, like hundred three thousand. Did he laugh? Cause that nah, he was kind of serious. That was funny. He was kind of like dead serious. I would have laughed. And I was kind of like nah. So I had to dub it. But that was this week in the short. How was your week? Ah, uh, this week was long. I feel like every week is long though. Yeah, I can't I mean, even tell you what I did. It, it was, was so a short long. week in essence because we had like President's Day last Monday. So this time, like it's Sunday right now, we're recording. But, like, last Sunday, I was mad hype. I'm like, oh, no work on Monday, whatever. But this week was Oh, I was, like, I was trying to figure out where I was. I was, I was in Maryland. That's yeah, you was in Maryland. I was week. in Maryland. But it was just, like, a... It was a it was a, it was a four-day week, but it was, like, a full four-day week. Like, we had... I, I was busy at work. Busy with running. I was busy with a lot of stuff. I was, yeah. I was out there, man. But, I, you know, I'm grateful. But this is, like, the last, like, regular regulated for like free holiday until like april. memorial day i don't no, have nothing in april. It's april what's in april 
I don't know. Yeah, man, we don't maybe get off good, Easter. Maybe Easter good Sunday. Friday. I, I don't get good Friday at my job. I don't know. Like, it's my birthday month, so every day is good for me in April. Um, you still so, gotta go to work, so nah, it's gonna be chill though. It's gonna be happy. Everyone know I'm gonna get presents every day. It's my birthday month. Yeah, well, we'll see. If anybody wanna send me something on Cash App, dollar sign don't A P O L I G H T. Speaking of Cash App, don't I actually don't fuck with Cash App. Also got a Venmo. Hit me up on Venmo. They gonna hack your shit. You better stop. You know a lot. You better stop. Actually, speaking of Cash App, I had a bad experience with Cash App like two months, not even two, two to three weeks ago. So I was getting a logo for the Wavy New Yorker sweatshirt competition, right? So I got the logo made mm-hmm. when I had to pay the, you know, the artist. I sent it through Venmo. I know I sent it through Cash App, but I guess for some weird reason, he ended up having two Cash App tags, but only one appeared. So when I started typing in his name, it's like, boop, this is his name. And I sent it, and I'm like, yo, did you get it? It's like, nah. What do you mean you didn't get it? So then I had to call Venmo customer service. It, it, like, I didn't have to call them. App? I had to cash out. I'm keep saying Venmo. I had to call cash out customer service. To get it back? I had to email them. Not even to get it back, but for them to transfer to his right account. Like, they wasn't going to give it back to me. It was like, he's going to have to log into this other account, and we're going to have to transfer it. It was just so much where I was like, I wish it was just a more secure way to send it. Like, for example, with, like, Chase QuickPay, it's really like, I got to have your phone number or I have to have your email address. Like, it could only be associated with that. You know what I mean? It's not like I need your account. Like, no. And it's more secure. It's just so much more accurate. Like, you'll never accidentally send somebody a Chase, a Chase QuickPay. Like, never. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. It's just... That extra level of like security. That's why I don't really like cash out like that. Yeah, I don't. I only like, use it when people that I know have it. Like, oh, I need. It. Like, can you send me cash out? I'm like, okay, if you're right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going yeah, forward, I'm done with that shit. I don't need cash out. If you like, I'm wearing adults. So I think cash app is good for kids without bank accounts. No, not even no, because you gotta put, connect it to the account if you want to get the money out. To some extent, but he can so, connect it to my account and just use it as his bank account. Though. But no you know what I'm saying, though. That, though. But like, I heard a lot of people actually use Cash App and don't have like bank accounts, like yeah, more than we know. But like, I get it for a kid, it makes sense. But nah. for a young kid, that's fine. You load their little cash What's card. What's a young kid though? Like twelve to like seventeen. Like I didn't have a bank account. Till I was eighteen. Like from twelve to seventeen, my mom said, "Here's a cash card." I'm going to upload money into it. Yeah. You use it when you want it. That's your allowance money. That kind of makes more sense than giving them a full-fledged bank account to some extent. But fuck them. My Shout logic is going forward is if you want to send me money, chase quick pay, or we ain't doing it. Plain and simple. Shout out to Venmo. But let's get to the real nitty-gritty. This has been a crazy week. We got to talk about your boy, Jesse Smollett. Jesse. Jesse, Jesse. It's Jesse, I thought. Not Jesse, it's Jesse. I don't know. J-U, I thought. Too many names, whatever. They black, so you know. So I, I came at you about this maybe a couple weeks ago. Not even a couple weeks Maybe a week ago, a week and a mm-hmm. half ago. And I was just like, yo, it's not looking good. You was basically saying he was lying before. Well, but, well, 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 well let's come the to the facts. beginning of the story, though. So when you when it first happened, you was the first one. You reached out to me, actually. Yep, which I, I knew it really it. upset you, and it upset me, actually. I was appalled. Yeah. So you was like, yo, was look like, at what happened. Crazy. This is crazy. Look what's happening in our country. Mm-hmm. In Chicago. He was just on the plane yeah. talking about he was stuck on runway traffic. LGA. Stuck at LaGuardia. We all been there. Which was already a sus <laughs> red light. Because I'm like, why are you at LaGuardia? You got money, right? What you mean? What are you Rich taking? On fly out of LaGuardia. What are you taking? JFK. Nah. JFK. Nah. I know when I have a choice. 
Like, right, if I could pay twenty dollars I mean, more to fly to JFK, I'm a fly to JFK. I mean, we could look. It probably was no flights to go on to Chicago at that There's time. Always flights from JFK to Chicago. Yeah, you know we ain't got to talk about it. Let's, just, let's just say it is. But whatever. You hit me up with that info, and I'm a, I'm appalled. Like as a black American citizen, I'm like, yo, this bullshit has to stop. And I think every every whether you was black, white, Latino, Muslim, Chinese, Ecuadorian. When you heard that story, you was like, oh, nah. And for those of you who don't know, I'm going to just recap it. So he, I'll recap the, the series of events from how he depicted it. So from, from his Instagram story that day, he's like, yo, I'm on the runway, stuck at LA. I'm stuck in LaGuardia, whatever. And then he ends up being stuck at LaGuardia again for another, like, for whatever. He's on the runway for Madelon. And he's like, all right, I'm in Chicago, whatever. He never whatever. even recorded that he in Chicago. Did he record when he was in Chicago? Nah, he only recorded... When well, he was on the plane. He's on the plane, and then does he record that? Y'all got beat up. No, what he doesn't do? record nothing. It's just the, that. I already so he recorded lands, it, and then he deleted it. He lands at, like, um, I don't know. I, his snap was at around, like, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, hour and a half. Let's say he landed at 1230. I mean, we didn't see when the plane actually landed, but whatever. We Nobody just going to say midnight. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't midnight though. Let's say ten o'clock. All right. No, he was he was snapping at LaGuardia at ten o'clock. And at them? No, PM. But how long the flight to Chicago? Like two hours. Have. So he got there at eleven thirty. He was snapping at ten. He might have been lying though about so being midnight. Shut up. LaGuardia. <laughs> <laughs> He's so silly. Uh, uh, it was all part of the plan. Yeah, man, it anyway, might be. I'm done. It might be. And then um, I seen the article or like the news alert maybe at like ten a.m. Like da da da, this happened last night. I so got a New York Times late. notification after you told me. Yeah. So I was ah, like, I'm before New York absurd. Times. I'm lit. So yeah, hey, I was like, this is absurd. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's did that happen? Yeah, I mean, from what I heard, the original story, like I said, he was like, "Yo, it's two a.m. I'm hungry. Yeah, I want a subway, subway sandwich. sandwich. Which you basic as fuck for going in subway at two a.m. I but, mean, but I think the first one was like everybody though. was like, "Yo, subway, subway is this subway even open at two a.m.?" I guess I can confirm right. from my man's Andy in that area of Chicago subway. That subway is open twenty four seven. See, so he was that. telling the truth about the subway Come sandwich. On. He was hungry. He did go to get a subway sandwich. But what really happened is he was like, "Yo, this might be a good time." He like, "You know what? Let's kill two birds in one stone." So I guess he was planning on. I guess his career. I guess, this is what I really think. So everybody it was rumors saying that he was going to get killed off the set of Empire, right? Mm-hmm. And he literally was like, "I guess you know." He was an upcoming musician, but, like, nobody really knows him as a musician that well. Like, he probably has a small fan base, but not, like, he's not, like, as big as he should be. Like, I'm pretty sure he could be bigger than, you know. Like, this is what I'm going to say. Everybody that knows him knows him through Empire, right? That's what I'm going to say. But, like, oh, my gosh. Like, the lie? So, whatever. So, he says he gets jumped. Let's go to his actual recap. So, he goes, yo, two white guys wearing... Ski mask, he said, and MAGA hats. Did he say MAGA hats? He said MAGA hats. said MAGA hats. So for those of you that don't know what MAGA hats is, Make America Great Again, Red Donald Trump campaign hats that a lot of these MAGA white supremacist motherfuckers be wearing, whatever. Also advertised by Kanye West, but continue. Advertised by Kanye West, whatever. <laughs> so he says, I get jumped and assaulted by two white men, and they put a noose around my neck. So and pours some substance on and him. Pours a bleach, a, a bleach or some substance on him. So whatever. So they showed a picture of him 
I guess he has like a little cut under his eye. Yeah, nothing crazy. He ain't really, he too fucked up for whatever. Mm-hmm. So, whatever, everybody's, we, we take this very serious. And now all of a sudden they're like, yo, somebody sent a letter, a hate letter to me at, at, at like to, 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 to Empire, to, to whoever, to Fox Studios, whatever. But that happened first. That happened first. So this was premeditated, possibly. So that happens, and now it's like, yo, somebody was out to get me. These could be the same people. So you feel me? Chicago PD is like, yo, don't worry, we're gonna got you. We're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna find out who did this. And you know, America as a whole is like, nah, we gotta, we gotta draw the line somewhere. You feel me? I think everybody had his side for the most part, but then I guess a week and a half into the story, people start questioning the validity of did this even really happen? Is this real? And so I guess to kind of clean things up, he comes on Good Morning America now. So let me tell you about my daily routine. Well, before that, you, you, it's like... All right, yeah, we're skipping a big part. So he has a show the following day in Chicago, mm-hmm. which he goes out. He says, yo, I'm yeah. all right. He says, yeah. I'm all right. He says, I'm the gay Tupac. Gets the crowd roaring. And he continues, continues to perform as as is. Yeah. Obviously not too rattled. He, or such a strong man that he could take that assault and perform the next day for his fans. What a great guy. So cool. Mm-hmm. So then the next day, well, whatever, week oh, later, whatever, whatever, time after. He has a Good Morning America interview. So, and my daily routine, I wake up early every morning. I eat breakfast. Good Morning America starts at 7 o'clock, right after ABC News. So I see the transition Robin, like usually around six fifty, Robin Roberts will have like a segue into our local seven channel seven news. They'll talk to Robin, so they're like, "Yo, what do you have for Good Morning America today, Robin?" Robin is like, "I have a live in it. Well, I have a recorded interview with Empire star Jesse Smollett, where he talks about how he was assaulted by his victims." Blah 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 blah. So you feel me? I'm like, "Oh, I gotta see this." So at like seven o five, it airs pre-recorded the day before. Robin's like, "Yo, what happened?" He's like, yo, I was going to get a Subway sandwich. And I got assaulted by these two men. And this is the first red flag, like red flag, red flag. So he says, he punches me in the face. So I hit his ass back. And I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean, what? He says it like that. And when he says that, I pause. I look at my mom, because we're eating at the dinner table. I look at my mother and I say, hmm? I said, that, that that seems like Jamal Lyon from Empire. You sound mad. Very encounter. No, no, no. Like, I, this is literally my words. I said, that kind of sounds like Jamal Lyon. I don't think he's lying, but I'm just like, I'm pretty sure before you got on the air, you know, there was just certain things you go over. You've been in the media business for a long time. You know there's certain things you shouldn't say on TV, saying, I hit his ass back. You're trying to look tough? You're the victim. Play the victim role. Whatever. No big deal. He keeps going. Then he goes... Yeah, these guys definitely had a MAGA hat. He says, before I know it, I don't even realize until I'm back at the crib, I have a noose around my neck. So then he says that, and I'm like, wait, you didn't know there was a rope around your neck this whole time? So you walked back with this Subway sandwich intact, and you had a noose around your neck, but you didn't notice until you got home. Interesting. So it keeps going, and the way he starts cursing throughout the interview is just very, very, very... Like, they bleeped it out. And it's just like, he's being, I don't want to say, I don't never want to downplay a victim saying you're being dramatic. 
but he's being he's he's being extra though. Is that fair to say he's being extra considering the situation? Nah, I I think he's being extra just just because. That's just the way he expresses himself, and everyone is not. Well, this is how he acts on Empire, though. Okay, but still, we don't know how he acts in real life because we don't know this man. Nobody really knows. Yeah, we don't. We don't know this man. Whatever, red flag. This is exactly me how. He but yeah, but himself yeah. and he at home with his family, so on and so forth. Yeah, but so it may not be what we want to see yeah. or what we used to see on national I, TV, yeah, but yeah. it is a thing. But I'm someone who watches body language very quickly, very closely. So when she goes and approaches him about the concept of what do you have to say about all these people that are saying you're making this all up, he kind of goes, well, if I'm telling the truth, then it's the truth. And he kind of like kind of stumbles over his words and kind of makes a weird like... It, it, it was just so unnatural the way it came out. I kind of was like, hmm. Well, for that part also. But in my head, I was, at that point, I'm just like, yo, I'm with you. Okay. But I like, yo, don't give us any line of doubt. In my head at this point, I said, the next string of doubt that comes in, I, I'm going to start. Your, your, your story is going to look very in, uncredible. Okay, but for that one, he probably... this People just, the way, when they answer questions, they just think about a whole bunch of stuff. So you saying you noticed his body language when she was like people doubting you, people mm-hmm. think you lying, and he like probably shifted a little bit, stuttered over his words, and just like if I'm telling the truth, it's the truth. Like he really probably wanted to say much more than that, but just didn't want to get that angry on national TV. Even well, though he's already been angry already. Yeah, though, so at this point, you might it, as well just rock with it though. Even though the previously he has been like yelling about it, so on and so forth on the show, but. You just never know what he's going through mentally. For I understand. Even, like, and, but I, and I would gone. understand that this was a day, two days, three days, four days after. But this is like a week and a half after the interview. You have Robin Roberts, who's a very calm interviewer. You're in a very intimate interview set, setting where there's no reason to really, like, rise out, lash out. And I was just like, hmm, whatever. But I'm like, I give him, even through that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But I said, yo, listen. The minute something sus comes out, because they at this point in time, in the timeline, they said they had already caught the two, the two quote unquote guys that had um, that were in the vicinity at that time. And remember, that was during that like minus thirteen degree temperature days of Chicago mm-hmm. when it was brick and shit. So whatever that happens, but then, but then the next day they say these guys are released with no charges and let back. And in my head, I'm like, huh? Then we find out the identity, and they're like, oh, yeah. A, 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 a very special thing about this thing. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, these guys, one of these guys is a personal trainer. Both of these guys were, like, extras on the set of Empire. That's when I'm like, wait, what? So in my head, I now go, why were they there at that time, at 2 in the morning, during minus 16 degrees? And then once the video comes out with them at the, I guess it was a 99 cent store. I don't know what you want to call it. It was a Chinese lady selling at her store. She had MAGA hats, ski mask, <laughs> and ropes. Now, why you're able to buy a MAGA hat, ski mask, and a rope and not be identified or, or have to show, like, identification, I think that's a bigger problem that we're not addressing nah, in this country. Think I think you should because no, I think that's kind of a problem. I, I just want to say... If anybody's able to buy a ski mask, I think it's, it should almost be like, yo, I should get like an electronic signature in your address. Just in case anything happens, we could just link it back to you. You know what I mean? It just makes more sense. I'm going skiing. It's cold outside. So the ski mask didn't make that much. It, it wasn't that crazy. The rope, the MAGA hat, 
it's almost like if you go into pharmacy and you're gonna get like um like I used to get Sudafed one time I had this like infection like you gotta sign for Sudafed because you can use Sudafed to make like crystal meth or some shit and you don't want people making crystal meth obviously so you know just electronic signature there's an electronic record that you purchase this item on this day and you know it's just in the books but once they caught these two Nigerian dudes on footage of buying the ropes, the MAGA hats, mm-hmm. and the ski masks, at that point I was like, oh, it's going to go down. Because then I already had the vision in my head. The vision was basically, they got these guys, they intercepted these guys, because, you know, sometimes cops do their thing. And, and everybody was kind of giving Chicago PD a hard time, which to some extent, fine, that's fair. Chicago PD may have, they do have a history of not being like legitimate sometimes and hiding shit. You know what I mean? Especially in the city of Chicago. That's fine. They have every right to be doubted. But when they pulled out that tape, I don't know if there was much you could kind of say to deny it. The tape of with the two guys? Buying the damn noose and shit in the in the Honestly, hat. I think we all should also think that it could possibly have been Lee Daniels. Who's Lee Daniels? That's the writer of Empire. Oh, you think he set this up? He could have set this shit up. He could, but if it was him, they need to snitch on him, and they all three could have snitched on him and been good. Well, Jesse probably don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Jesse knows. He uh, he probably don't. Lee could have told these two guys like, "Yo, this is what I want you to do." Well, we're gonna find out soon because there's yeah, text messages, but it's not looking good. But this is what I'm gonna say too. So you do that. This is what I'm gonna say. You got two Nigerian dudes in custody in a situation room from someone who's been in a situation. <laughs> If you pit two two people in the room, me, I say, listen, this is what y'all facing jail time wise, and you tell me, you listen, and you tell me what really happens, y'all two are free to go. But if you lie, we getting all three of y'all. You gonna be like, common sense is gonna say, yo, let's just let's just snitch on this motherfucker Jesse. We ain't even want to do this shit anyway. Jesse's dumbass put us up to this shit. We not even making money like that. Fuck Jesse, and that's exactly how I think that went down. But what I think was crazy is now that he's arrested, it's just like, what do you think his, what do you think, like, he's still technically innocent, but this is what I'm going to say, I can have, I'm, it's, I'm free to have my own opinion in the court of pub, a public opinion. Like, this is what I would say, if, like, if I was on a jury and they're, like, charging Jesse, like, yo, will he do two to three years, Jesse, for this, like, heinous act, I'd be like, yo, he's guilty as fuck, just because the evidence doesn't we make don't him know. look good. Stop seeing the evidence. We don't know all the evidence. There's evidence, though. There's evidence. I'm saying the evidence presented so far doesn't look good. Nobody knows what happened. The evidence though. presented this far doesn't look good. Yeah, the evidence presented. Like, what I was saying presented. is... What I was saying was... But, now nah, I'll tell you this. So, if you feel that way about this, how you feel about OJ? You think OJ is guilty or innocent? I don't know. Well, he's innocent, technically, because he's living a free life. Then maybe he's innocent. But, <laughs> based on the way shit was presented, OJ looked guilty as fuck. Yeah, he if I was, if I was in that jury, OJ's done. I'm he sorry. Got, he got really OJ's ass alone. is in jail. I would have given OJ the death penalty. I would have did that all. OJ is guilty as fuck if I'm really in that jury. And this is a similar situation, except... It's similar. No, it's similar to some extent. It I would say the only difference similar. is... A white woman died. Somebody actually died in the other situation. Somebody could have died in this situation, though. Unless That's what I'm saying. If you said two white... Let's just say, God forbid, there was two white niggas visiting from fucking Vancouver... Don't know shit about America. Somebody say, yo, MAGA shit is lit. These MAGA hats are fuego, son. You should Trust wear them out here. No, Trust they don't. They know. Everyone don't know knows shit. about MAGA Nah, everybody hats. clearly don't know. Yes, they do. Because to be honest, 
Most white people don't like if you're a MAGA nigga, you don't know MAGA. Like you, you just saying make America great again. MAGA's not in your head. You're not screaming MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. That's a anti-Trump thing. Anti-Trump niggas say MAGA. Niggas that are for Trump don't say MAGA. They say make America great again. That's an acronym. They just say make America great again. Black people, we say MAGA. People that hate Trump say MAGA. So when he said yo this, and, and that's the thing that really tipped me off too. When he said yo this MAGA country nigga, I was like. White people don't refer to that shit like that. They wouldn't. I don't know any white people. I don't know any white people that would say this is MAGA country, nigga. Like yeah, even the most really. racist motherfuckers. Like when yeah, I go on Twitter, that's not what happened. no, but when I go on Twitter with niggas that can hide behind their keyboards and I watch these racist threads, they'll say some racist shit. They won't say MAGA country. They'll say make America great again, make America great again, get these niggas out of here, make America great again. They won't say this is MAGA country. So when he said that, that's when I was kind of like, nah. Something ain't, something's a little fishy right here. And I, I, I think he's guilty. We're going to find out. And I think if he is guilty, what I will say is if he's guilty, I think he deserves the maximum punishable time in jail. What do you think? Because a lot of people are like, oh, that's not fair. We have white people that call the cops all the time on people for like false, like false complaints to the cops. In my head... I understand, and I think those people deserve some type of um, punishment. But in our honest opinion, it's completely different. Completely different situations. Because you could call the cops on someone falsely, or say, or call the cops on something you perceive, and say, oh, I thought he was doing this, I thought he was doing that. That's one thing. To script your own attack, and then call the cops, and have people put in time and resources into that, and take away from people who actually could use the, co- the, 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 the help of like the police authority, I think that's really fucked up. And I think in that case, if that's the case, he needs at least two to three years in jail, in my honest opinion. He's not going to get it because America pussy. But if it was up to me, if three years is the maximum he could get, he needs to get three years because that's fucked up. So, any takes? We're just going to wait for the facts. Yeah, we're going to see. But let's just say he's convicted... Right? What do you like? What do you think his punishment should be if this is true? You think he should if get off true? with no jail time? Yeah. If it's true, whatever. But even if they tell me that it's true, unless he tells me that it's true, I don't believe it. If Jesse says it, yeah, just because like there's so many people that's in jail for crimes that they they oh, yeah, absolutely. So like absolutely, I can't believe some evidence that people may have put together and only the evidence that well, they Well, what I will say see. is the text messages come out, I don't give a fuck what like, it you says. Just, but we ain't see that. So we can't, yeah, I can't make it's, no... I it's gonna make, come, though. I can't make no... Um, this, like, have any feel about how I think or what I think should happen to him. Because yeah. I don't even know. But from someone who's been in a situation where you was accused of some shit and you didn't even do it, I think for you to lie, like, if you get caught lying, I think you deserve, like, the ultimate, ultimate penalty. I mean, well, yeah, that's a crime, but we're going to see. So we'll see what happens. But I think but he's guilty I'm not going to tell him, like, I'm not going to say, like, yeah, he did it. I think he did it. Until he said he did it. I think he did that shit. Just because there's mad people out here still yeah, in jail for but, shit that nah. they didn't do. I but just, it's, it's too much, evidence that was withheld, so. But what I would say is somebody's guilty, though, right? Like, somebody, is. somebody, somebody, we can agree at this point that this was scripted or this was scripted? an assault. Either he planned this attack on him or those Nigerian men planned the attack on him. At this point, okay. that, that part is I mean, pretty that's much the only, that's the only so thing. So one of I the think. three, I think, I, this is what I say. Can you say at the end of the day, of the three, at least one or two of them need to go to jail? 
I don't know. Cause I, he was honestly, assaulted by them. Honest, what happened? He was assaulted by How them. How do we know? Because that's what they said? That's exactly what his lawyer's saying now. His lawyer's trying to say that this was this, he didn't set this up. And he was, like, he's saying if those were the people in case, if they those, did this. If those were the people. But they were there. They're the only people in the video footage. They had all the items that did all of this, and they bought it. Yeah. They did that shit. I'm sorry. There's no other way you could, like, go around that. They did that shit. Somebody did that shit. Now, well, it's matter. Did they do it? Somebody should go to jail. I think all three of them should go, honestly go to jail. Because they've gotten their asses for falling through it. They're a part of the crime. They're accessories to the crime. I'm saying that I'm just he didn't do anything. If he didn't know that this crime well, was... I'm saying, but if all three of them were in cahoots and they set it up, I think oh, all three all of them three should go them, to jail. If it comes out I think it's bullshit that those two get off. No, yeah. If it was scripted, I think those two African motherfuckers should go to jail, too. And they should all do the same same bit, and they, they should, should all be in the same, the same time. They all was involved, but, but I just think people was kind of like annoying with it. They were like, "Yo, it's not fair that he went to jail before R. Kelly." Like, if you look at social media, oh wait, people, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What? People right, were wait, saying wait, wait, wait. it's not fair that he got convicted. We don't even gotta Kelly. talk about that because they just sound dumb. So no, no, no. But I'm saying it that's doesn't just, work like that. That's just not it's like, simple. That's like just that's just not how. That's not how like. That's not how criminal justice works. Yeah, that's just dumb. We don't gotta talk about that because nah, that's nah. dumb. And if you guys are listening, and if you said that, you're yeah, like literally. You know, you're what, literally what was just so funny is that R. Kelly got a, really got committed. Yeah, he got he got he got detained the next day, and I was yeah, like, yeah, all right. talk about that. They was like Chicago PD, and I was like, yo, like I literally had one guy say, oh Chicago PD, but I like y'all ain't had this energy for R. Kelly. Next day, good job Chicago PD. I was like, nah, get the fuck off. They I'm did. I like he wasn't with a shooting in the gym. I was like, you were just talking that shit yesterday. Keep talking that shit. Last time I checked, Chicago PD is on it in on it in a bag right now, so that's all my logic. My logic is, it's just it's not good. Like I said, this is how the criminal justice system works. He gonna have to defend himself. Yeah, he just gonna have to defend himself. And but just like see I said, if you innocent, yeah, if you innocent, if, if had, you didn't do nothing wrong, then yeah, you, you gotta just prove it. Yeah, that's it. But it so doesn't we look just good. Gotta, we just gotta see. A lot of things don't look good. But like, oh wow, so <laughs> we just see what happens. It's not looking good. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm but my theory is he definitely did this. I think he did this for, to kind of boost his career, and it backfired, but what I don't understand is, like, the people in his team, they got to do a better job of this, like, and I don't know if he has a team, maybe everybody doesn't have a team, just because you're making a little bit over 100k, 200k, 300k, maybe that's not enough to have a team, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you need people in your support system checking out these situations and looking at all the possible risks, because it's like... I don't know. I just think it's a lot. And it's dangerous. So we'll see what happens. But if he's guilty, arrest that motherfucker, man. Arrest him. Arrest him. Arrest him. It also could be Lee Daniels. I'm jacking that it's Lee Daniels. The writer of Empire? Yeah, the director. I'm jacking. Only because he created this video and he was like fake acting. Like, Jesse. Anyway, he's mad dramatic. But it was him. If anything. It could be. I mean, the way this story has been, it's, it's been weird. It could be anybody. Honestly, I don't even care. I, whoever did it needs to go to jail. Yeah, that's all. I'm just, just going to wait for the facts. Up. Just see how this plays out. What really out. pissed me off, though, is that and the minute it. he did this shit, and you knew the Trump tweet was coming. When I saw the Trump tweet, I was pissed, yo. I was like, this nigga Trump was so hyped that this turned out the way it did. He was just like, I was like, fuck him. I was irked. But, um, next bigger news well it's not bigger news but it's also like a kind of big news the story of the week was my boy Zion so I don't know if you don't really watch a lot of college basketball I don't really watch that much I watch enough I don't watch a lot of Duke basketball I'm all up in the college basketball yeah we're not gonna go into that I don't watch a lot of Duke basketball because I just think they're overrated I don't think they're overrated I think they're 
probably the best team in the country on paper. But their games are kind of, you know, it's boring. Zion's great. Zion's a work, walking highlight. He's a, everybody likes him slamming. He's dumb athletic, athletic freak, whatever. Everybody was hyped for the UNC Duke game. That's a rivalry game for those of you that don't know. Both in North Carolina, it's been a rivalry game for years. A lot of great history. So everybody, if you looked at it, the day of, I think like Duke was like plus eight to win the game by eight. They were favorites, heavy favorites. And if you, I could just say this. I had a parlay on my sheet. I was going to take North Carolina. I was going to take, oh, my bad. It was Duke minus eight. I was going to take North Carolina on my parlay plus eight, but my gambling account didn't get set up in time. But I ended up being right. But honestly, what happened like 30 seconds into you the game. You should go to jail. Nah, I shouldn't go to jail. I didn't bet. I thought 30 seconds into the game, Zion's shoe explodes. Like He plants his foot, his shoe explodes. His foot's hanging out. All of a sudden, he's holding on to like his hamstring. Zion's all of a sudden hurt. Now he has to walk out. He goes back. He goes in the back to the medical training room. Zion never comes back. Zion's out for the season. Now, not out for the season. Out for the rest of the game. Duke gets blown out. The fallout from this shit the next day is crazy. Everybody's like, see, this is why you should be allowed to go to the NBA straight out of college, out of high school. Everybody's like, look, this is bullshit. Look at these cheap Nike shoes. Then everybody's saying, this is bullshit. He shouldn't play another game in Duke, like in a Duke uniform because it's fucking with his bag. So a lot of people had different takes. You had NBA players saying, yo, this shit needs to get changed. We need to allow people to come out of high school. And basically, like, within a day or two, it's like the NBA commissioner goes, yeah, we're going to seriously consider lowering the draft age from 19 to 18. So basically, in most cases, most kids are 18 coming out of high school. So based on when you're born, you may be able to get lucky and come straight out of high school if you're that elite. But my take on this is, it, it's worked and it's failed. Like, we've seen people that's come out of high school and haven't really done shit. We had Kobe Bryant out of high school, one of the greatest top five players of all time. LeBron James out of high school, top five greatest players of all time. But that doesn't always work for everybody. It doesn't. Like, I'm trying to think of motherfuckers. Did Ron Artest come straight out of high school? I feel like he did. Probably. And he took a minute. There's a lot of players who came straight out of high school where, like, they kind of struggled to find their way in the league. So what I was thinking is, it, it should almost be like, I don't know what they're going to do. And knowing um, the NBA commission, he's a smart guy. It's going to be a special, like, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a strict criteria, I feel like. Like, I think maybe, like, you should be allowed to go to the league. Maybe if you're on, like, the USA under 18 team, then you could come straight out of high school. Something. You have to be on a national team for you to, like, do that because... What I'm afraid of is we have kids that are getting drafted low that maybe not, they're not ready. Like, everybody's not ready to come from high school into the NBA. You have kids that go to college and they come to the NBA and they're still not ready. They play two years, one year in college and they're not ready. And I've seen NBA careers not flourish because people are coming out early. So what I would say is, yeah, in some extent, I think it needs to be, like, reviewed. You can't have everybody just able to go. It has to be, like, a privilege and right that you're able to earn. Maybe if you're a top five high school recruit, maybe you could come out. But it should not be, yo, you could come out into the draft right after high school. Because I think in a lot of cases, you're going to have a lot of kids coming out early that aren't ready. And they're not going to be able to maximize their full potential, yeah. making money. 
playing basketball. But um, I just think everybody gassed it. Like, yeah, Zion's hurt, but he's not that hurt. Like, he's good. It's like a little tweak. He's going to miss a game or two. It'll be all right. It's fine. It's but just, the people that say, yo, you shouldn't play another game in college, that's fucked up. It's just being dramatic. Everyone's that's dumb dramatic. fucked up. It was just a lot. Like, Nike stocks dropped a little bit. It did, but so, that was that was to be... That was to be... Uh, all these things, but it's, it's fine. You know what I said? This was the best thing that could have happened to him. You know why? Because the minute before he's even drafted, Zion's going to have... Whether he signs with Nike or not, which if I'm him, I sign with Nike now. Now yeah, Nike yeah. has to throw him the bag. Yeah, now you have yeah. leverage. Now you're like, yo, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all going to have to throw me the maximum amount of money, $300 million, because last time I wore one of y'all shoes, it exploded on me. And again. Not only that, I need my own custom shoe tested. I needed to be able to withstand and handle my heavy ass. Because mm. I'm 200 and something pounds. I, I, I need y'all to handle There's no reason my shoe is ripping on the damn court. Yeah, that's insane. So, I just think he's going to get money. He's going to be able to get the maximum shoe sneaker deal that anybody could get. And it's going to be lit. He's going to have his own shoe before he's drafted. I'm happy for the kid. Do I think Zion's elite? I think he's a real deal. Do I think he's going to be the best player out of the draft? To be determined. We'll see. But, man, that shit made him money. <laughs> that shit it's made him a lot of him, money. Yeah. It was just such a big deal that everybody made out of him. I'm like, all right, people get hurt. The same way he could get hurt, though, playing in college basketball, he could get he could have gotten hurt anywhere. Yeah, he could have gotten hurt in the I NBA on your rookie deal. It's just say, come on, you don't expect your Nike, Nike your shoe to explode. Like, yeah, explode like, like and you're not going to get it. Like, That's your Nike shoe, shoe that you pay 165 for. for it. I mean, but like yeah. 165 But what I would say is this, going forward, what they should do is restructure the way they do sneaker deals in, high, in college. So basically, like if you're in school like Duke, that's sponsored and you're contractually obligated to wear Nike sneakers, right? The athletes should have a say to get their own custom sneaker, though. Like, not for nothing. Like, Zion, if he's a stud like that, they should be able to get customly fitted sneakers. Like, literally, Nike should come to the damn school, measure their foot, <laughs> and craft the perfect shoe just for their ass. Like, be like, yo, these are the Nike Duke 11s, the Duke 12s, the Duke 13s. That sounds like, like mad basketball should have them. It's mad work, but Nike making mad money and they're not doing shit. So I feel like you should be able to have your own custom sneaker off that deal alone. That's just my take. But I don't know. But nah, that's enough about Zion. And better news. I just got a report from the New York City Transit Subway Twitter. What now, did they say? They're full of shit. Honestly, they've been on a roll this Twitter this this week. First of all, anybody that follows me on Twitter, if you look at my tweets and replies, 90% of my tweets is at the MTA talking mad shit. Like, I'm convinced the girl that run the New York City subway Twitter knows me, like, on a first-name basis. Like, oh, look at it. It's alive again. There's multiple people. Yeah, but usually I get the same initials at the end oh, of mine. you mines. get the same person? Yeah, oh, it's okay. like JT. So, like, it could be anything. It could be Justin Timberlake. But they'll always be like, I'll always be like, yo, look, I've been at this train station for 20 minutes. Where the fuck is the C train, son? There's like been like five A trains. Or I'll be like, or I'm coming from the city. I'm like, yo, there's been like eight E trains and not one C train. Like, yo, and then my C train comes and then my C train is packed and now it's going express. So I be at them. But then one time I was nice to them and I said, yo, yeah, I did a great job this morning. I got me to work on time. And he said, thank you. It's our pleasure. And they were just mad excited. 
But anyways, now I see that I'm done. Yeah, they, I, I, we, we, we have that type of relationship with the MTA. Thank you. But now they're saying they're proud to report that they have a subway action plan that was launched in 2017 of July. I had no idea because I haven't seen it. It has produced dramatic subway performance improvements over the last several months. Mm -hmm. From January 2018 to January 2019, weekday on-time performance increased mm. 32%. To seventy seven percent over that period. So that's so that means before like, that in twenty seventeen, trains was only on time thirty two percent of the time. That is ridiculous during weekday service. That's ridiculous thirty two percent. Now it's up to seventy seven percent, and I don't know how accurate these numbers are. Over the same period, weekend on time performance increased from eighteen percent to eighty three percent. It's lying. They but lying. yo, I feel like they set these bars. This is what I'm gonna say. If y'all was on time 18 percent, if y'all was only on time 18 percent, that's a problem. And y'all trying to raise the fear? Weekday delays were nearly half, from 76,000 to 42,000 in January 2019. And January was the fifth month in a row during which weekday delays were reduced by more than 10,000. Weekday major incidents were reduced from 105 to 52. We've seen objective improvements in customer experience too. Since the launch of this program, we've reduced unanticipated platform wait times by 24 seconds per passenger and unanticipated time on trains by 48 seconds. So basically, they're saying you're going to spend 24 less seconds on the platform per passenger and 48 seconds less on the train. So they're basically saying the trains is coming quicker, the doors is closing quicker. I think that's a lie. I'm sorry. We are thrilled that our investments are paying off, but we need sustainable, adequate funding, including congestion pricing to keep these metrics moving. And this is when they slide that mm -hmm, in. Mm -hmm. We have a dire operating budget mm -hmm. deficit and no allocated funding mm -hmm. for our capital plan. We know that we face many challenges. We know that our customers are often frustrated by the experience on the subway and buses, but we're proud that of the hard work that our 50,000 employees do each day is paying off and that we're delivering better service to all of New York. Wow. And in the comments, this is going in. <laughs> I'm saying it sucks. Somebody said subway ridership dropped two point six percent. Yo, the people will hit you in New York with numbers though. That's one thing you gotta come correct with numbers. But I just think that's funny. And you know what this means to me? Like me reading this, you know what this tells me? They about to hit us with some taxes. Mm -hmm. They gonna hit us with taxes, tolls, Everything. all of that. Like some way they're gonna say, listen, we gonna raise the fare. Like we're gonna have to catch all of that from the MTA yeah. right now. That's what that is. A they were trying to easily ease us into it. Like, yeah, just know your money is kind of making improvements. And they and put numbers in it. Yeah, we need more. But in reality, from someone who takes a train every day, I don't think it's much better. It's definitely not I don't know how they got these numbers. I don't know how they altered these numbers. But I'm not hearing it. Yeah, I'm not hearing it either. That's hilarious. It's all lies. I just think the MTA, of all things in New York, is just the most inconsistent thing. It has to be better. You got to do better. It's just too many times... You're trying to get somewhere on time and you're just late just due to like inadequacy from the people that work there. So like, I can't give them that. I can't support them. That was a nice employee by them. I just think MTA is crazy. Oh my God, we ain't talk about my sons and Amazon pulling out. Oh, Amazon. Oh my God. All right, let's recap that real quick. So I'm, I, I was a big advocate for Amazon coming to Long Island City. For those of you that don't know, Amazon was going to open a second headquarters in Long Island HQ? City in New York. HQ2 was the name of the program, quote unquote. 
So basically, they was going to bring Amazon to Long Island City. For those of you not from New York, Long Island City is just a neighborhood in Queens. It's not a whole city. It's literally a neighborhood that's about two to three miles in circumference. So yeah, they were going to go there, bring their headquarters. The benefit of this location in Long Island City is due to the, it had a lot of space. Um, if you ever went to Long Island City, if you pull in on like the 7 train, there's like a random like graffiti yard of just graffiti. I don't even know if that's there anymore, but there's a lot of like empty lots, factories in Long Island City. So they, they figured that was a good place to start and develop. You could build a big headquarters. Also, its proximity to New York City is really, 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 really impressive because it's literally right over a bridge called, called the Ed Koch Bridge. So it's like from city to Manhattan, from Queens to Manhattan is like less than like a 10 minute, you know, yeah. So whatever, he had a lot of people going against it, and you know, it was we, a lot of people going against we've it. We've known for also... two, three years though that Amazon was coming. Though possibly, like Amazon was a kill. It's gonna be between y'all and Virginia, and it's almost like all right, Holly Berry or some average Instagram model probably gonna take Holly Berry. Holly Berry just more established. So that's what happened. They announced it, and it's a lot of backlash from local politicians. Well, a lot of local politicians actually wanted it. It was only a lot of local politicians also didn't want it. From I'm, no, most, I'm, well, are we talking about local in Queens or local, local in New York in local general? Local in general. Well, local, local in general, yeah, because for the good of everybody, I think about seventy to eighty percent like, of New Yorkers wanted it. A lot of people that's running for public advocate now, like four of the like six people that are city council members now, they all signed for it. Yeah, I was I like, so many people wanted it. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah, girl out in D.C. I'm not going to talk about it right now. She she, cool. she she wanted it. What's her name? Is there is AOC? Oh, Oasis. AOC, yeah. She was feeling Those are her people. So she was like, yeah, we don't want this here. And I was like, okay. And then I guess Amazon just was like, Yo, you know what, son? If y'all want us here, fuck that. We, we don't need y'all like that. It's not that deep. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll exactly out, what they said. We go somewhere else. It's not that deep. We thought we were doing a favor. I think the biggest thing, a lot of people, because we were talking about this at work, me and my my, my black coworkers. <laughs> so, like, we were talking about it, like, um, it was very actually mixed views. Like, everybody was like, yo. There was a lot of mixed views. Everybody was like, nah, it's not fair that they're getting tax breaks, blah, 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 blah. They're going to, like, evade this amount of tra- taxes in this year, like, in this yeah. first couple of years. And in my head, I was like, um, okay. But I was like, yo, honestly, there's two sides of every coin. I'm like, all right. Like, does it matter? I'm like, are they raising our taxes because they're getting tax breaks? I don't think that's part of the plan, is it? I don't think that was part of the plan. But I was like, also, the amount of money we were recouping taxes in the long term, like, the amount of revenue that this city would generate would be, would have been huge. And I just thought it was, like, potential-wise, it had a lot of potential, and we didn't have enough discussion. And everybody kind of just started bitching instead of trying to, like, look for a solution where everybody could work because a lot of everything was speculation everybody's like oh what about the people in Long Island City they're gonna get priced out I mean what about the people that was living in downtown Brooklyn that got priced out <laughs> like it's not like this is something new like this has been happening everywhere in New York and I feel like if there was ever a time for someone to take the L <laughs> it should have been for Amazon that's all I'm saying like this isn't nothing new also like in Long Island City there's mad like luxury condo development built all over so people are getting priced out regardless it's just a matter of it happening slowly or quicker it's just happening regardless so i think all the speculation was a little like crazy and everybody didn't talk enough to kind of understand and that's part of like that's the reason i hate politics 
because it's too much speculation about what may happen instead of what can happen and what we could do to make sure less people are negatively impacted. Well, there was a lot of politicians who were for it. They they didn't speak up about they it. Didn't. They, they, they didn't. They just stayed in a little cubby hole and they just let it ride out. But, but I think they, they thought had, it was going to happen, they had. They didn't think it was going to happen. No, everybody thought it was going to happen. Nobody thought Amazon was going to pull out. Like, every article I read, I mean, it was like, it's very unlikely like, that Amazon was going to pull out. And then the next day they pulled out, and everybody was like, wow, shocking. That's why it's a big nah, deal. Nah, but they could have done something about it. That's what I'm I saying. I mean, after every the fact, you can't do anything. But before, every politician that wanted it, when they seen all the protests, they could have done something about it. They could have talked to their constituents, been like, hey, I know how y'all feel, but let me just tell you what this means in the long term for us. None of them did that. Maybe I mean, we don't know. They, they could have did it behind closed no, doors. They didn't do it, but maybe they didn't do it publicly. No, they didn't do it. They didn't do it in no public forum. Them. No, yeah, they didn't do it in public. That's what I'm saying. But we I'm don't saying, know but I'm saying, not with their constituents. They didn't, or they didn't have no town halls about it with their constituents. Nothing. They well, didn't it never got to that point, though. Well, I think mean? they, they were waiting. They, they I mean, we had that. another year or two, though. I think before so this thing they, happened, I think they were waiting for and it. And I to think happen. a big reason why they didn't do it one because next year everyone is going to be fighting to become mayor, so no one wants to talk about it. And then this year, everyone's fighting to be public advocate. So there's too many things happening. It's election year next year. They like, all right, this is how everybody feeling. Everyone want to say they don't want Amazon. I'm gonna be quiet because if I say anything, then most likely I may not get voted into office next term. So let me just mind my business. That's fair. What I'll say is this though. Honestly, I'm a whoever I vote for, because I don't even like. Let's, let's just public advocate this way. But whoever I vote for, if I go on their Twitter and find out that they wasn't for Amazon, I'm not voting for them. So just know Well, that. Jamani Williams was for Amazon. Just want to say. Uh, we'll see who I vote for. I might vote for the... Most of them. I might vote for the Jamaican dude in the Bronx. Michael Blake? I think that's his name. That's his name. Michael Blake is cool, I too. like supporting my Jamaicans. Jamaicans are big supporters of the Michael Baby America podcast. Cool. But um, nah, I just... I was, I, I was pissed because in my head, I was like, damn, that could have been a lit job for me. Lit job for somebody. And I think a lot of people was under the impression like, oh, nah, this is going to be a lot of bum-ass factory jobs. So I was like, that's not really the nah, case. They had like, the factory jobs are in Jersey and Avenel, New Jersey. That's where the packing, yeah. that's where the shitty Amazon jobs are. They're over there. These were going to be, like, lit the business, tech jobs and business jobs. Yeah. You were going to get a lit job. Jobs were, like, average to make over, well over 100K. And a lot of people are like, oh, Amazon's going to bring their own people. And I'm like, there's only so many people they could bring. Remember, this is another headquarters. It's not like they're relocating. I think a lot of people are under the presumption that they were relocating. And I'm like, no, nobody's relocating. They're opening another headquarters. They're expanding. They're adding more, and they need more employees. They need a larger workforce. And everybody's saying, oh, they're going to get people outside of New York. That's bullshit. There's so many damn people in New York that's so qualified that I'm pretty sure a good percentage of people would have been New Yorkers in New York City. Now, I'm not saying they would have been, like, brand new, fresh out the workforce, but there would have been people mm-hmm. leaving well, their jobs. Well, I mean, a lot of people that live in New York aren't even really from New York, though. So that's yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, what are we arguing about anymore? That's why I'm like, it was just dumb, but now we look stupid, and I hope they go to Virginia. I hope Virginia is the next freaking, like, big freaking Silicon Valley it blows up. They make making mad money, and I hope everybody's like, oh, let's move to Virginia, and I'm going to be like, yeah. And the blacks are going to be like, that could have been us. He's not going to say that. He you know what else speaking of our mayor? That. I hate the fact that our mayor is talking about running for president. I think that's fake. Also, if he runs, he can't win. So it doesn't even matter. It's just a joke. Yeah. Can't, that's like, but, what? Like, man, get your life together. Like, what? But yeah, that was a big news in New York, man. So I'm sorry for those young people that was like saying, damn, I want to work for Amazon one day in New York City. I'm sorry. 
It's alright. You could no, you could still work for Amazon. You can, but it's not in New York City. Yes, you can remotely do what you gotta do. It's a possible. It's, it's possible. It ain't gonna take no time. But you just know they're not trying to let you be great. That's why you can't have nothing. They nice. know it's not stopping you. Just you know, wanna move if you to wanna be you something wanna great, you could leave you could New York. That. You could do whatever you want. Anything but just know is these possible. politicians in New York aren't down for you to be great. That's not true. A lot of them ain't for you great. They're not here for you. But um. This is fun. I appreciate you for coming out for another episode, man. I really do. It's been a crazy February. Again. Yo, just know March is Black History Month. March is not Black History Month. We marching on America. Support your black-owned businesses. Support your black-owned You could do that. Do that all year. Do that all year, but make an an extra effort to do it in March. Because March is one of the longest months of the year. It's 31 days. A lot of months are 31 days, though. That's what I'm saying, but March is one of them. Yeah. So do it. At least in March. Why wait for April when you could do it in March? Why do it in February when you could do it in March? In March is 31 days. We'll do it all year round. But yeah, free Jesse. Nah, I know free him. If he's, we'll see what happens. He's out on bail, so we'll see what happens. But, but uh, also, my birthday is in April. It's we'll talk about your birthday when it comes. Cash out. Anyways, I appreciate y'all for listening to the Wavy Nicker podcast. We tweet the episode on Twitter, get that free entry into the sweatshirt contest. Sweatshirt design is coming out soon. You guys will see it on Instagram at Elijah R. Taylor. I appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast. Have a blessed week. Stay up. Peace.